Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC. Kestra IS, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC. Kestra AS, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Capital Advisory Group, Inc. is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Neither Kestra IS nor Kestra AS provide legal or tax advice and are not certified public accounting firms. You work hard for your money. For the next hour, you're going to learn how to keep what's yours. Capital Advisory Group presents Keep What's Yours. Here are Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall. Hello and welcome to Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. I'm Josh Gilbert sitting here with Jeff Zufall. He is the Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. Hello, Jeff. Hi. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday to you as well, and I'm holding in my hands your book, Keep What's Yours, How to Leverage the New Tax Law to Create Unfair Advantage Over Your Competition. In this case, our competition is the federal government. Yes, and the state. And the certain extent, the state (laughs) as well. Um, And speaking of, do you do taxes for people in Missouri and Illinois? Yes, are, when it comes to finding uh, someone to do your taxes for you, do you have to be licensed in every state? Or? No, technically uh, California is the only state that you have to actually have a, uh, a California ID, oh, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Other than that, nobody else requires one. So, What's um, the weirdest state that you had to do someone's taxes? California. California. <laughs> California or New York. New York is crazy. So if, you ever, if anybody ever works in New York, even if it's a day, New York says on your W-2 that the full income that you earn is taxable in that state. That day. But – so if you make hundred grand in the state of Missouri but you worked one day in New York, New York forces your W-2. That's the power that they have. The W-2 to show state wages of $100,000 paid in New York. And you actually have to go through the system and prove that you only – I was there only there for one, one day. day. Yeah. Oh my God! So because they they want they want their money. <laughs> they, and what's New York's tax rate? York uh, it depends on where you're at. I think it gets as high as like if you're in Manhattan, gets as high as like twelve and a half percent. So twelve and a half percent of a hundred thousand oh, dollars. Yeah. They want twelve thousand dollars. Yes. Yeah. Even though I worked there one day. Yeah. And then they have, uh, I guess it's like, well, they don't they, they don't get it. You know, you got to break it down and say your income divided by you know x number of working days yep. is x. And then that's what you And then they'll take 12% of whatever that is. Whatever is. $1,000, whatever the case may be. So, man. Yeah. They don't mess around either. And the state of Missouri's effective tax rate? Uh, I think the highest 4.8, 4.87. 4.8, yeah. We always just kind of like talk, oh, it's about 5%. Yeah. Well, in the past, the highest rate was like 5.2, 5.4. But remember, last year, they gave us a little, uh, little. little, We had a surplus. You know, a little. Crumbs tossed yeah. out there, and so they, they said, hey, we're going to take it to 4.8, which again, you know, 0.2% percent tax yeah. break. Yeah. So it's still a tax break. I'll yeah. take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? I will too. Now, your personal property or your real estate tax just skyrocketed by 25%, so it offsets it, and you're still in the hole. <laughs> well, my question always is okay, fine, but uh, where are you going to get the money that you were getting? That's the question. You know, it's not, did you, what'd you cut? Yeah. What, you know, because. We had a surplus, but what happens one year when we exactly. don't? Well, when we have just, a deficit. They just raise it. Nobody says a word. Right. So. <laughs> so we'll just raise it back up again. That's right. Jump right back where and we came from. Magical sliding tax scale. Um, so here on the show, we always talk taxes and we talk uh, about financial 
yeah. news that is going out. Anything, the late, what's the latest, you know, the tax, uh, not the tax, but the debt ceiling. So they're still in the, still going still on. Going on. Um, I know that Biden did cancel his trip. I think he was going to Europe or Middle East or something like that. He's, he's on a so, whirlwind trip, and I think he's yeah. cutting it short. Well, I think he's, he stayed. He didn't even go yet. Um, so they're still kind of negotiating back and forth, and they have a couple of days. And then, um, but Janet Yellen's going, guys, June 1st. Yeah, she I've keeps I've been pushing. telling you this Originally, for months. It was September, I think they said September 30th. Um, is what the original number was. Now, how far off their math? Then they said middle of summer, and then yeah. they said middle of June, and, and now it's like June, June 1st. 1st. <laughs> June 1st. And yeah, hey, let's put a date on the calendar. I think and that, just say, guys, look. Yeah, everybody should kind of like reset their calendars. Yeah. And oh, we got time. No. Focus on this. We um, don't have you know, time. And they may already have a deal put in play. They're just going to drag it out a little bit yeah. you know, and say, hey, you take credit for this. Political and you take, theater. Yeah, you take credit for that. And We'll save the day at the end of the you know end of the week. Yeah, so. we, well, let's make sure we both look good. Yeah, and um, that we both look bad. Yeah, well, <laughs> they both look bad. <laughs> right. So, I mean, this is another thing because defaulting on our debt would be catastrophic, huge, I not mean, just in this country but the entire world, globe. Um, and the issue today is without getting deep into some of this stuff, and people have read up on it. Um, so they're aware of it. The, the the power of the dollar being used as the standard uh, currency across the world. I believe back they were saying like ninety five percent of all transactions were used in the dollar. Wow. Uh, today it's like forty five percent is used in the dollar. Um, so we have some weird. The BRIC com- uh, countries, you know, um, are actually now banding together to say, hey, we're not going to use the dollar. Um, now, whether the U.S. gets in there and negotiates and gets something back on track, that's to be seen. But the problem is, is one of the big issues was if the U.S. ever puts a sanction on a foreign country for whatever they did, the issue is they're just basically taking the dollars away from them. Okay, and there's a couple of, especially the African companies or countries, are like, we don't care. We'll just trade in something other than dollars. You can't take it away from us. I heard uh, one of those countries is going crypto now. Yeah. Uh, South America, uh, I think they went, I forget how much they bought. Um, it's kind of a still in that, I guess, experimental stage. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that digital currency to try to get it up and get it going. And with the crazy stuff like FTX, um, funny part is FTX was, they say, as big as Madoff's issues. Um, I haven't heard a word about it. Just like fell to the wayside. Yeah. So, so the question is, is I've read some stuff that says that that kid will get off. You know, no no penalties, no sanctions, no jail time. Um, Too and, big to jail. Yeah. And so you go, hmm. And then the next question is, how many of the politicians? Because he gave both sides. So he gave Republicans and he gave the Democrats. Um, Democrats were, I say, you know, in the public, if you want to call it, they know who got what. The Republicans, he did it through a, uh, one of the dark pools. Yeah. Um, so he still gave to both sides. Which, uh, so glad that you can give money to politicians through the dark way. Yeah, and hide it. Which and hide is it. Yeah, um, that, that does wonders and, and somebody for a political. Had, yeah, somebody asked him, why did you do that? You know, from a standpoint, not why he gave money to both sides. He was smart enough to give to both sides so that— Why didn't you give openly to Democrats but hidden exactly. to Republicans? Republicans was hidden, and he said because the Democrats would get mad at him if they found out that he gave the same amount to of Republicans. Course. Of like, course. Okay. <laughs> of course. So, of course. Um, but again, you know, that's huge. And again, none of the politicians have stepped up and said, hey, we were going to give our money back that you gave us. 
Um, I think there was like maybe four or five of how many hundreds that got cash. Um, so that's a question of the day. And that FTX thing, um, was that a Ponzi scheme? Technically, yeah. Technically. Because he didn't have the money. Yeah. <laughs> he was using somebody else's money to move money around, basically. Right. So at the end of the day, it, it, it's a Robbing Ponzi Peter scheme. to pay Paul. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. And, you know, robbing uh, but Patrick to pay I Peter. I was going to say, <laughs> it was the general public, yeah. whoever had money sitting in there that just one day it went poof. And you're like, hey, wait, what happened? So Yep. All right. Well, on the show today, I want to get into um, credit cards and 529s and credit card rewards. How, do, how does all that play in with one another? Well, there's a new credit card out there that allows you to, rather than collect rewards or mm-hmm. miles or whatever, you can dump some money into a 529 that will go towards college education. Exactly. Go towards uh, high school tuition if you're in private school. Mm-hmm. Go towards your children's education. So would you rather, you know, save up money to get that flight to to Fiji <laughs> or would you rather save for your child's education every let's time. Do, let's do Fiji. You go to the grocery <laughs> store. Well, your kids are all out of college. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, so we'll do that on the other side of this. It's Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufold. The name of the book, Keep What's Yours, the name of the lifestyle that Jeff lives as he's walking around town. He says, I wonder <laughs> how we can keep more of our money. Hmm. hmm. That is the tagline. <laughs> that is the name of the show. And that's what he does for me and what he can do for you, I know that we kept twelve hundred bucks yep. uh, last year. We kept twelve hundred bucks two years ago, mm-hmm. and it was just by using a um, uh, was it the FSA FSA flexible, flexible spending, spending account, account uh, that I got to pay for my son's daycare and his schooling anyway. Exactly, might as well have money taken from our paychecks, bypass the federal government, exactly, go into mm-hmm. an account and pay it with that tax free yes. money, exactly. And that's how you keep more of your money. And there's tons of things out there for you. If you don't have any kids in school, there's probably something else Jeff can look at oh, yeah. for you. Medical bills are a big thing that you can oh, yeah. save money and pay with uh, using tax-deferred or tax-free that's, money. That's the, this is where the confusion comes into play. That's an HSA, which is a health savings account. And they're so, on, they all got you know beautiful yeah. acronyms and all this stuff. Three-digit letters for everything. <laughs> That's what Jeff is for is because he goes through and finds them all for you. Yeah. Nobody tells us about these things. No. You know, I would, I would love, you know. Honey, the IRS is coming tonight, you know, and make them a pot roast. and Run out oh, the back door. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, this would be a good thing. The IRS comes over. It's a wonderful, you know, it's like the 50s. Wonderful. Oh, a wonderful meal, Mrs. Gilbert. <laughs> now, let's talk about your tax situation, where we can save you money. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. They don't even have enough people, employees. Exactly. To get through the backlog of tax returns. Uh, have you seen the paper at some of these facilities? Oh, it's yeah. pouring out of boxes and they can't even eat lunch in their lunchroom because they're just the, the paperwork is atrocious. Now, they are, they're slowly getting caught up. Um, so hopefully that we, we've seen a, a better response on the phone um, where we can actually call within 45 minutes, somebody answers. Um, but we are running in a snag where the people that answer now are like, hey, we can't help you. You got to call back. So very frustrating mm. to get somebody on the phone to actually like talk to a real person, explain your situation. And then after a couple of minutes, they go, oops, sorry, call back. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm still stunned and uh, slightly, um, you know, disappointed how excited you got when you said, oh, it only takes 45 minutes 
for them to answer your phone versus three hours and you forgot who you're even you had them on hold and you're right like, wait oh there's a person yeah. on the phone wait are, a <laughs> wait are you the cable company or yeah. are you the irs yeah um but you know in jeff's world 45 minutes for the irs to actually answer your phone call it's that's beautiful. amazing it's beautiful <laughs> that just goes to show you how terrible yes it was and still kind of sort of kind is. of sort of is but it's it, it's getting better with the new uh i guess he's the I don't want to say chairman, the director of the IRS. Used to be, and then he went away. He and went away and they, came back. They're like, we got a bunch of money, and we need someone who knows what who they're knows doing. knows what they're doing, how to, to run this thing. To so. disperse it out so it runs yes. better, so they brought him back in. Um, but back to my original point, the IRS isn't going to come over for Sunday dinner no. and tell us how to Never. save our money. That's why we got to find Jeff Zufall. 636-394-5524. He found money for me using an FSA. And there's a couple other things that we're going to attempt to do. Mm-hmm. It's all legal. It's yes. all written in the tax code. <laughs> Always. Jeff knows about it. And the average you know, person out there on the street, married, couples, singles, people with kids, people without kids, we don't know anything. Exactly. Well, because unless you read the tax code. Or, or you stumble into it and go, hey, could it be applied to what I got going? And in some cases, yes. And in some cases, no. So. And that's what I like about the book. It's really little and short and easy. There's some cartoons in here to – kind of break up the monotony of talking yes. tax code. Yes. Uh, but you kind of skim through it and you dog ear a couple pages and say, well, this looks yep. like it might work for me. And this looks like it might work for me. And you bring the book in with Jeff at an appointment and you say, Jeff, pages, you know, 63, 79 and 70, exactly. you know, whatever. Let's look into that and see if that can work for my situation. And then what you'll probably say is, well, you missed page 52. True. 81. <laughs> And page 84. And we can work backwards into it. Yeah. So Jeff can find ways for you to keep more of what's yours. 636-394-5524. And if you want to get that book for free, capitaladvisorygrp.com, top right-hand corner, free book. And in the top right-hand corner, I should also mention, where's my refund? Yes. <laughs> if you're still looking for your refund from the IRS, you know you're getting money back, but it still hasn't hit your account, go ahead and go out to Jeff's website, capitaladvisorygrp.com. It redirects you to the IRS's website. Yes. And then you can put your information in and find your refund, see if it's in process, or you know maybe it's out for delivery. It could say, hey, with the last one I looked at said, uh, would it expect it in your bank by whatever it was, the 27th of the month. Oh, even if it, they even have a date? Yeah, they put a date on there. Ooh, if like it's that. already been processed and they're they're running with it. So um, in other cases, it may be blank. That's kind of an issue. Um, mm-hmm. Call us. Um, you know, we can start that process to see what in the world's going on. Because um, a lot of people think that the IRS calls us direct and goes, oh, Joe and Mary's, you know, tax return should be done next week. No. They do not communicate with us. All communication goes to the client, and then basically the individual or the client needs to tell us, hey, I got this letter, Um, and then we take off and run from there. Um, In some cases, it might be a, hey, you owe us $33. Um, People just pay it. It's $33. Be done with it. We need to see that letter. Yeah. So any correspondence you get from the IRS, shoot it over. Um, We'll see if you need to worry about it, not worry about it, and go from there. And if you're in the process of dealing with the IRS, maybe you didn't use Jeff to do your taxes and now you got a big mess on your hands, yes. Jeff can always go back and look at it. Uh, and if you have a small business, that's where Jeff shines. He specializes in small businesses. 
you can do an audit of your business and yeah. find out where you're bleeding money exactly. and how to maximize what actually is coming in. And, and no offense to most people, but most people cannot read or understand a financial statement. Um, and no offense, but nobody ever taught you how to read it and what it actually means from uh, how healthy you are or, you know, you skin by or, you, you know, dire straits. Um, but we can help you work forward from that point. And for all the people that have started small businesses, especially since COVID, a lot of people have Tons. left the workforce and said, you know, I'm going to chase my dream and work on my own. Yeah. Um, you know, you open that flower shop, uh, you run that T-shirt printing business exactly. on Etsy. You are good at, at flower arrangements. Yes. And you've gotten pretty good at screen printing T-shirts. Mm-hmm. But how are you at running your own business and running QuickBooks, making sure that running the books, yeah, it's reconciled that the the data feeds are coming in correctly, um, that stuff's allocated to the right categories. Um, that's the stuff that we see that people go, oh, I can do it. And then when they get in there, because big picture, um, QuickBooks is kind of like the I'll say the the premier software that's used out there. There's a bunch of other different companies, but they're just not as big as as what QuickBooks is. QuickBooks is owned by Intuit. Intuit basically is probably one of the biggest software companies for taxes out there. The problem is, is most people, the old version, and we see it every day, they're running on desktop, which means it resides on your desktop of your computer or your notebook or wherever. Um, They're discontinuing that, I believe, June 1st or, Uh or July 1st, one or the other. So they're forcing you to buy QuickBooks Online, which is a little different. It's the same same results, but it's a little bit different to get there. So a lot of people go switch and they think, oh, it's as easy as what it was on desktop. Um, and they're on online and they're like, man, I don't know where anything is. Right. And there's a learning curve, a huge learning curve in there. So we can help you walk through that kind of stuff. Um, and, and when I say they won't support it, just into it, if you have an issue, a glitch, whatever, they just, they're not going to support it. Right. We're done with that. Yeah. We're all online if could, now. If you could function and operate with it, you're fine. As long as you don't need help, you're okay. Um, but at some point in time, it will like cease to work with operating systems and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Which is you're way out of my pay. have to move over <laughs> at some point. You'll be forced you know? out. Yeah. It's like when you, you're using Internet Explorer. That doesn't, yes. yeah, and now it's Microsoft Edge. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, if it ain't broke, why fix it? Exactly. They're always, <laughs> they're always doing something. So, uh, and and Jeff will, will tell you, I'm sure, that uh, when you're a small business and you're just starting out, you're uh, the CEO and you're also the yes. chief marketing officer and you're the accountant and you're the HR department and you're the manual labor uh, you're the janitor, you're yes. landscaper, everything. You're wearing every hat. Yes. You've got a lot going on. Yeah. And one of the most important things is to make sure that you, you've got your books balanced. Yes. And if you're busy wearing all the other hats, we maybe, see, maybe hand that hat over to Jeff. We see a lot of people who bring us a year's worth of bank statements at the end of the year, and they're like, hey, it's all in there. But we don't know what you, where you spent money, what you bought. You mm-hmm. know, So it makes it very difficult and, and honestly very expensive to put it together correctly and just words of wisdom. Um, the IRS is hiring all these people they are slowly getting the wheels in motion. Um, and they're going to be looking for stuff like that. Yeah. Um, just, you know, where they're, Hey, you, your books aren't correct. Um, what else is wrong here? And they start digging deeper. Um, and that's their job is to find stuff. Yep. So, and, and the question is, well, why are you coming after me? I'm just a small business trying to make, you know, keep my head above water. Well, if you're not doing your taxes properly. Well, that, 
Um, and they, they say that, oh, nobody will be affected under 400000 of income or whatever. I, th- I think it's a luck of the draw, basically. You could make thirty grand a year in revenue. You might get, might get picked. I mean, yeah. that's the way you got to look at it. Yep. Not so. say, oh, they'll never see me, you know, and I'm going to do this and this. Um, that'd be the first time that you say that, boom, somebody's going <laughs> to send you a letter and go, hey, show up downtown for an audit. <laughs> and I was talking to somebody the other day, a business owner, and they deal in $100,000 deals. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me, and they got a big shop and everything is, is running. And he's like, I just can't figure out why we're not making money. And I'm like, Oh my! This is Jeff Zoo. This is Jeff Zufall, written all to a over it. And and there's there's I'm not going to say what it is, but I know exactly what it is that they're not looking at, and it's very simple, right in their face. Yeah. Um, and and it, it's just a, it, everybody overlooks it because you're trying to dig into these deep, you know. Hey, what about this? What about that? It's your daily operating cost. So the the theory is is when you show up every day, you put the key in the, the lock. What's it cost you to open to flip that lock? Until you close it. Exactly. And mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a number. And everybody's, I mean, we're all snowflakes. Everybody's different. It just depends upon the business, you know, their circumstances. And so even if you work from home, um, and that's the one thing that we see that people just overlook. And they're like, well, hey, I made all this money, or I think I'm, pro-. it's not, you're not, there is no I think. Um, other people are like, well, I think my electric bill is this, and you know, and it's like, no, no. What, what exactly what is, is it to it? the dollar? Let's plug it in yep. and so. figure this whole thing out. So, if you're a small business and you're like, I know we got to be making money, but I keep showing uh, that we're in the red. Yeah. You know what is going on? Jeff can can look at it for we you. We can sit down and tell you, hey, um, just it, it cost X, and this is this is what you need to do, yep. and we can help work we'll work you, work walk you, work you, whatever you want to call it to that other side to get you back sort of profitable. And then do you send people back into the wild and say, yes. you know, good luck? Well, we send them with homework yeah. um, and give them two weeks, three weeks, whatever the, the Can people hire you and say, Jeff, this is great. Why don't you just handle the books for us? Yeah. And a lot of people just go, hey, do this for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm too so, busy arranging flowers. I don't have time to do Exactly. This. But other people are like, no, I need to know my nuts and bolts of my business. We give you the homework. You go home, put it together, bring it back to us. Could be a week, could be uh, two months. Just depends upon what it is. And then we kind of walk through the numbers and go from there. Sure. And I don't know how anyone, I mean, I'm bad at math. I'm, <laughs> I've never been good with numbers. I don't know how anyone even attempts to do this on their own. But those entrepreneurial types, they're like, I can do this. Well, yeah. And, until and, they realize they can't. Well, and some people are really good at math. I say really good at math. Um, and from math, generic math, not, you know, calculus and all kinds of weird stuff. But the bulk of America is scared to death of math. Yeah. And we see that all the time because um, I can talk percentages to people and they're like, oh, yeah. But then when you say, hey, that that percent equals X, they're like, whoa, that's a lot of money. It's like, exactly. So uh, no offense. It just I think that's one of those things like uh, public speaking and snakes and <laughs> well, I just saw a story that says one in eight people are have anxiety when it comes to doing math. Yes. And it's like, it, get a calculator, you know, but they're like, no, I just, it's, it's just math in general. Know. And that's why I always say math always wins because I mean, at the end of the day, it either adds up or yeah. it doesn't. You, you can't, can't really argue with it. Yeah. You can't like, bend okay. it. You can't, yeah. you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. You can, <clears throat> you can bend your operating costs. Mm-hmm. You can make adjustments here and there, but the math is the math. It's the math. Exactly. You're so. in the hole. You got to figure out why you're in the hole. 
where's it coming from? Where do you stop the bleeding? Yeah. Um, Moving a two over here, uh, I mean, I think technically that would be called cooking the books. Yes, that is definitely <laughs> well, cooking the books. Well, now it looks pretty good. <laughs> yeah, well, you didn't do the math right. Exactly. Um, Seen so, that too. <laughs> yeah. So Jeff can help you out if you're a small business. 636-394-5524, capitaladvisorygrp.com. There's a new credit card out that will, instead of push money towards flights and hotel mm-hmm. stays and cash back and all that stuff, will push money into a 529 for your kid's education. How does it work? What is a 529? And do we have to pay taxes when it comes to those credit card rewards? Do I have to submit those to the government? We'll talk all of it in the next segment. It is Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall on the Big 550 KTRS. Keep What's Yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall. Back on the Big 550, back to Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. I'm Josh Gilbert. Jeff is the Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. Let's talk about this new credit card. I think Fisher-Price is working with MasterCard, Mm -hmm. and the idea is, well, instead of, you know, doing just straight-up cash back, instead of doing vacation points and airline points and everything, why don't you save for your kids? Exactly. And your kid's college fund. Yeah. So it's Fisher Price kind of tie in with, you know, young children starting a 529. But let me back up for a minute and explain what a 529 is first. Mm-hmm. Um, so 529 is a referred to as a college savings program. Um, each state has its own, I'll say, trustee. Okay. So back when this thing came out, I don't know how long ago, every state grabbed somebody, basically a mutual fund family, um, you know, and they went from there. So... Missouri has the Missouri Most program, um, which is a lot of Vanguard funds, um, no load in a sense, if you want to call it that. The concept is, is you could take money, um, state of Missouri, just use that as our example for the time being. You can do six, up to $16,000 per year, and you will get a 5% discount from the state of Missouri on that sixteen grand that you put in there. It grows tax-deferred. Um, so if you have growth over, you know, a 10 or 15 or 18 year period, when you take that money out and use it for, I'll say, higher education or school, it's a tax-free withdrawal. So you do not pay tax on it on federal or state. So one of the perks to that is most people are like, oh, I don't want to do that in case, you know, my children don't go to school or they get a full ride or whatever the case may be. They go to military. But the twist to it is you could use up to $10,000 a year to pay for private elementary or private high school. So it's it's college savings plan, but if you're at a private exactly. school in grade school or high school, that requires exactly. money, uh, tuition. You can use it for that as well. Exactly. So uh, anybody can open an account. Um, so literally you can open an account for yourself today. There's no age limit. Um, if you have kids, maybe grandkids, um, great, great concept as – Grandparents for the grandchildren, instead of giving them a you know a new toy, whatever the case may be, put money in a 529. And then the concept behind that is that money grows tax deferred for 10, 12, 15 years, whatever it is. And then as a grandparent, it really doesn't show on the children's or the your grandchildren's um, you know uh, what's called expected family contribution because it's not really the kid's money. Yeah. So grandparents own it. Um, and the concept behind that is you show up in the junior or senior year and say, here's some money, poof, you're off to the races. 
Um, and the idea, I guess, is uh, it's not their money. It's eventually going to be going to they're, whatever university. Exactly. They're the beneficiary, but you are the owner of that contract, if you want to call it that. But um, if you end up not going to college or you end up getting a full ride or you end up going to the military in which we will pay for your school when yes. you get done with the GI Bill or, you know, any other number. Maybe you just – it's not for me anyway. I'm just going to enter yeah. the workforce. Uh, you will then have to pay taxes. Hypothetically. Mm-hmm. So the IRA, which is not an IRA, the Inflation Reduction Act of last year, there's a provision in there that says you have leftover money in a 529 plan. And you don't want to take it out and pay tax on it because you go, hey, that was a whole purpose. But let's say um, you save diligently and then your child got a full ride. Um, And you're like, what do I do with this money? So literally what can take place is you can take, this starts 2024 and beyond. um, You can take whatever the, for the child, um, you could take whatever their Roth contribution amount is. That's 6,000 bucks. You could convert, if you want to call it that, transfer 6,000 from the 529 to a Roth every year up to $35,000 total. In the child's name? Yes. Okay. All right. So they did such a good job in high school that they got a full ride to college. You can then move that money into a Roth, which would be saving for their retirement. Exactly. You did such a good job. You got school paid for. So all that money that we saved for you is now going to still be with you. Exactly. It's just just in in the form of of starting your retirement early. It's a Roth IRA maxing out. So if you're under 50, basically, you can do six grand. If you're over 50 or 51 plus, or they they clock it as 49 and a half. I mean, that's a great idea. Yeah. Whoever came up with this in part of that uh, inflation, which, again, Inflation Reduction Act, it was not reducing inflation. (laughs) Just a nice, catchy name. Um, whoever came up with this was actually thinking this through. Um, so the trick to it is you can also change beneficiaries. So let's say that your child gets a full ride. Um, you convert your 6,000 up to the max of 35,000. Um, and then you change kids, do the same thing. You can move it from when and you would. Exactly. So it's tied to a social security number. Yeah. Change beneficiaries. Just change it and nothing happens. And then start your, your process going forward again. Mm. So, you know, the oldest child got a full ride. Mm-hmm. The youngest child didn't. Well, let's just move some of their money. You can move it all to yeah. them and then use it for their education um, as you go forward. I mean, typically what we see is most, I say, no offense to the college kids today, but there is no such thing as a four-year plan anymore. Mm-hmm. It's a five or a six-year. Five and a half for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, again, you go, ooh, you know, you've got this – I say burn rate, if you want to call it that, as time goes on. So what we see typically is by the, the youngest child, you know, say two or three kids, by the time the second or third kid shows up to school, they don't have as much as what the other children did. But so let's say that you underfunded your, your 529 and you go, oh, I really need money put in there on an annual basis. Don't. So when the tuition bill comes due, don't pay the tuition. Put it in the 529 first. You can do $16,000 a year and get a 5% or 48 state deduction. Mm -hmm. Because, again, like with my son's school, with college tuition, it's something that you have to pay for anyway. Exactly. Might as well use it, use the government to help kick in. Exactly. They put the rules out there. They set the rules. It's all legal. They made the rules, and it's up to us to use them. And this is is a way – and you know how infuriated – I would be if I found out that I'm just paying something and I didn't realize 
I could funnel it through exactly. a 529 yeah. and get the government and to kick get in. Get a little bit of a discount on it. Um, so it's a beautiful thing to do. The Missouri Most program, the the, one, the 529 for the state of Missouri. Yes. If I put money in there, am I paying taxes to the federal government? No. On that money? The federal government's in league they're in the same with every bracket state. as long as it's used for, I say, higher education, if you want to call it that. You can't take it out to go buy a new car for the kid. Um, you know, it has to be used for. And again, when I say this, higher education, it's tuition. Um, one thing a lot of people forget in a 529 plan, uh, room and board. Okay. So you don't have to be on campus. <clears throat> it gets a little tricky from a tax return standpoint. But let's say that you rented an apartment. Uh, you let them all, you know, five, six guys all rent an apartment. As long as the rent that you pay is not higher than the highest rent for that that campus, in a sense, you get to take that deduction too. So you can take money out to pay rent, and then it's non non taxable to you. Well, um, that's interesting. So yeah. a room and board, which is all part. I mean, if they make the colleges, sure. I mean, I remember freshman, freshman year, year, you're forced. They made me of. stay in the dorms. Yeah. If they're making you do that as part of your college experience, of course, room yeah. and board should be included. Any, any equipment that's needed, um, computers. that you Originally, it came out was a tuition only. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but now, you know, you need a new computer. You need an iPad. Books are just um, as expensive books. as tuition. Um, I forget what school that was. Uh, there was a school where my, I think my son, I won't name the college that he went to, but literally, the, I think the books were more expensive than the tuition. And the tuition, right. And it was like, what? And then. I mean, $300 per book, it was yeah. only $200 per credit hour. Yeah. And then you see later, a year later, that book's laying on the, you know, family room floor. You're like, wait a minute, you know, turn that back yeah. in and get, you know, 200 bucks for it? No, no, 200 bucks, Jeff. Yeah. They, they'll give you 15 50. <laughs> But then my daughter went to a school where you rented them. So you just showed up. You that's, that's a lot and I was like, smarter. That's, way that's smarter. a lot easier yeah. for us. I mean, they're nickel and not even nickel and diming. Oh, uh, that's parents and children. That's a $10 billing. <laughs> yeah, they're $100 mm-hmm. and, and diming us. Um, well, let me ask you this. The 529 in Missouri, Missouri Most, is a 5% kind of kickback yes. on it. So how does that work? If I put, let's just deal in perfectly round numbers. If I put a hundred bucks in, mm-hmm. does that mean it's now $105? It's going to reduce your taxable income on the state by five bucks. Okay. So again, up to 16,000 and it doesn't matter if you took a, a, you had 16 grandkids and you put a thousand, a thousand, a thousand. Um, if you had two and you did eight and eight, doesn't make any difference. So it's going to lower my tax bill for the state of Missouri, by five percent, whatever you put in, by five percent, okay. technically four point eight. And then, is the idea is to push that money back into it? Well, if you put it in the five twenty nine, you get that credit on your state return, and you leave the money in that five twenty nine. So, as long as it's used for like what we talked about, higher education, maybe uh, private elementary, um, maybe private high school, um, you know, our college, you get to take that out tax free. Sure. Uh, this is so, you know, and I bet there's grandparents out there right now yep. that are like, I'd, I'd love to help. And oh, yeah. they're not they're not doing it in the maximized the, way. The old school was uh, buy a savings bond yeah. you know, for your I'll just put it in a separate account. Yeah. And, and it's like, no. Or a sav- yeah, savings account was the other one we've seen a lot. They're like, well, I got 10 grand earning point negative zero zero, you know. Can a grandparent put money in a 529 while a parent? Is yes. just doing yeah. it as for the same kid. Yes. 
Okay. Because it's two separate accounts. So the parent has one for the child under their social security number. They're the owners are the, and the child's a beneficiary. The grandparent does the same, but they're the owners um, until the child turns 18. My dad, my dad is retired and on pension. Mm -hmm. Can he have money taken out of his pension and put towards, Uh, I mean, does he get taxed? It would be after tax. After tax, he could. Um, So he would get his pension check. He would put it in the bank or it automatically goes to the bank. He could go in there, grab a hundred bucks and go put it in the 529 and he'd get a $5 credit on the state. But I'm currently working. I'm still working. If I wanted to set it up and put it in from my paycheck, it would be before taxes. Uh, No. Okay. It would still be after tax. So you can't do a pre-tax. You, I mean, there is, but it's a totally different variation of what sure. we're talking about. Um, because anything that goes pre-tax, when you take it out, you're going to pay tax. Yep. So it kind of defeats that purpose other than compounding interest over time. Sure. Um, All right. And then um, uh, the credit card that's out there, yeah. we're not going to push people into it. We're just no, going to no, tell no. you that it exists. It's, uh, you know, I'm, the credit card I have, since we've got a two-and-a-half-year-old, I'm not going to stay at the Four Seasons yeah. <laughs> in Malibu anytime soon, okay? Yeah. Um, so I'm like, look, I'm going to open up a credit card that gives us the most cash back on exactly. the things we buy every day, groceries and gasoline. Mm-hmm. Because I could open up a, an American Express card and they could give me all these travel points, but I ain't going anywhere. You travel. It's the, I'm not going anywhere you. for a long, long time. Yep. Um, so it's like if you find yourself in a position where you're not traveling and you want to utilize credit card points, this could be an option. Yeah. So basically what they're saying, it's 2% back on purchases. When you deposit those, those, uh, purchases or those rewards back into the 529 plan. And then let's so talk, same concept. let's talk credit card rewards for just a second. Uh, cause now we're getting into a weird, uh, uh avenue when I get cash back. Mm-hmm. Or when I get, you know, if there's a, hey, you know, you've earned enough to get a gift card to Lowe's for yes. 50 bucks. Uh-huh. Does that count as income? Does that count as a taxable event? Ta- technically, no, from a personal standpoint. But the flip of that is, is if it's a business card, um, and we have clients who use like uh, the, the, the Capital One Spark card, mm-hmm. um, and they buy everything with it. And I mean, everything is put on that card. Um, they get huge gift cards and or bonuses kicked back to them. Technically, IRS says that's income because when it comes it's, to businesses. Yeah, it's a yeah. couple thousand bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they use everything. I mean, you name it, it gets put on that Spark card. And frankly, um, I don't, I don't really know how it works with my credit card, but I immediately hit the button that says, <laughs> "Pay off the card with this cash back." But if you look at the math on it, if you pay the card off, you might get. Uh, two cents per perk, if you want to call it that. If you get gift cards with it, it might be three cents. Yeah. Um, you know, and if you use it for other stuff, it might be four cents. So it's. it's I get all these emails. Hey, this is on sale right now. Yeah. You know? yeah. Capital right. One's notorious for that. If you convert it to a Home Depot gift card, you'll yeah. get seven percent. You'll get this. Yeah. 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 So the funny part is, on one of them, I get uh, Starbucks cards. Um, just, well, I'm sure Starbucks has worked out a deal with Capital One to say yep. push them yep. to buying this card because we know they're going to have to spend it at our location. Exactly. So, you know, 50 bucks or whatever it is. You think Starbucks kicks in? 
and says, hey, nah, they, they, there's probably we'll some cover the deal. difference. Yeah, there's yeah. some deal in there. Otherwise, they probably wouldn't let them on the platform. So. Sure. Yeah. yeah, of course. All right. Well, that's how uh, that works. And finding out how a 529 works yeah. and can work for your situation, that's worth the cost uh, of a phone call, which is free. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so give Jeff a call, 636 636- 394-5524. If you're a grandparent that wants to save money yes. for college, if you're a parent that wants to save money for college, you can put it in a separate account with your, you know, your separate savings account, but you're not going to maximize. Exactly. So look at it as a standpoint. You're getting a tax deduction or a tax credit, I should say, for putting the money in there, mm-hmm. even if it's a hundred bucks. Um, the money then grows tax deferred. And depending again on what your risk tolerance is, you can invest those proceeds or you could sit in cash. You could go super conservative, super aggressive. Um, they have age-based programs in a lot of these things where you say, uh, you know, my grandchild's two. They're not going to go to college until they're 18. Um, you know, so they've got n- numerous years to get there. Um, and then it takes off and runs from there. Yeah. So, so get it set up, you know, and, and try to convince mom and dad to kick some in too. Exactly. You know, every, <laughs> every Christmas or so. Yeah. So it's important. And uh, if you don't end up using it, you can convert it to part of their retirement fund. Exactly. What so a, starting in 24. Brilliant idea. Yeah. So the, the Inflation Reduction Act, that's there's a, I think there's 80, don't quote me on this, I think 86 or 85 different um, adjustments to the retirement rules. That are that are in our favor. I mean, it's actually a pretty cool bill. Yeah. Um, most people look at it and their eyes roll back in their head and go, "You read that?" <laughs> but yeah, there's a bunch of stuff in there that starts kicking in. Some some this year, some 24, some 25, and it kind of ventures off. And if you save money for a good cause, which is higher education or continuing yeah, education, because it'll work for trade schools and it'll work it, for exactly. community colleges. Used to used to be accredited schools, um, so a lot of the trade schools became accredited. Um, I don't think that that's the term they quite use, but uh, right. if you, you know your son or your daughter decided to go to you know be a carpenter, and you go to the trade school, boom, uh, HVAC, um, all that stuff qualifies. Yep, um, so, community colleges, all that, and yeah, and yeah. you shouldn't be penalized because your kid did such a good job in in high school that they yes. got a full ride. You shouldn't be penalized because your son or daughter decided to serve our country. Exactly, and now their their college yeah. is paid for using the GI Bill. Yeah. so you can roll it into um, it'll, it'll, a retirement fund. It'll take a little time. Um, yeah. and the other thing is, so I always get this question: uh, new married couple, um, they're like, "Oh, you know, can we start a five twenty nine? We're going to have kids in the next year or two. In the past, no, you couldn't. You had to wait till the child was there. Or you born. needed a, a social security. You need a social security number. Trick is open it in your name now. You're, oh, yeah. If you're the owner slash beneficiary. And then when you have a child, transfer it. you transfer it. Yeah. So there's all kinds of, of items that you could use to your advantage. And again, like I say, there is no silver bullet. You're not just going to do one thing, wave it over your tax return and go, look, you got all this money back. It is stuff like this that you do on a regular basis, and it's, you're, you're chipping away at little by yep. little. I could do an FSA mm-hmm. uh, for health uh, stuff. I could start an HSA. I could do a 529. Yes. That's three things right there. Right there. And it all adds up. And uh, in my mind, Jeff, as we go into commercial break, I'm thinking, if you've got multiple kids, the oldest, congratulations for doing a job well done. <laughs> For getting your college paid for. That's right. Now you're going to help pay for your younger brother's right. college. Flip the bill. Yep. <laughs> They're moving your college money off to yep. off to him. <laughs> and technically, 
you know, it wasn't their money to begin with. Exactly. Anyway, so. I mean, technically it was. It's for their benefit, mm-hmm. but they can't have it until they're 18. Yep. So. All right. Well, let's go to commercial break. And when we come back, we'll wrap the show up to get a hold of Jeff. 636-394-5524 for that free consultation. Put it on your calendar. Go in and have a visit with Jeff. Bring a couple of years tax returns. Bring a couple of paycheck stubs. Bring just a couple of items with you and just say, Jeff, this is our situation. Yeah. What can you help us with? Where can we get started? And they'll walk out of that meeting, I'm sure, saying, well, there's at least one or two things that we know exactly. we can do. Exactly. And then going forward, I think the hardest part is, number one, finding out that these things exist. And how it applies to your situation. A lot of people don't worry about that till it's, you know, after the fact. They go, oh, I could have done that. And we're like, yes. Implementing so, these things. Yes. On my, you know, because it's got to be taken out of my paycheck. And it's got to be. Exactly. Paycheck yeah. or it's got to be the dollars have to be in an account by a certain date. Um, the account has to be established by a certain right. date. There's all kinds of crazy rules out and there. And to, to be completely honest, and maybe Jeff and my wife have had deeper discussions, but I found out, oh, this FSA, that sounds good. Jeff, make it happen. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to work it. Exactly. So Jeff made it happen for us and we kept, kept 1200 bucks. Yep. And we kept it last year, too. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to go to a commercial break. And when we come back, we'll wrap it up. Keep what's yours with Jeff Zufall. Call him. 636-394-5524. Keep what's yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall. Keep what's yours, Jeff Zufall Capital Advisory Group. With just a couple of minutes left, what are a couple more things that we want to hit? Just real quick. So this is a, a workaround on gifting. Um, so... If, if I gave to you more than $17,000, I have to file a gift tax return, pay mm-hmm. tax on it. You don't have to report anything. You take the money and run. So one of the workarounds to this, more like uh, is typically in, in uh, say, family issues, is medical expenses. So let's say that somebody, you know, unfortunately had a heart attack. They racked up $30,000 worth of medical bills. Um, if I wrote you a check to help you pay your medical bill, I wrote you a check, you then wrote the hospital check, that's a gift. Okay. okay. So the first 17000 is exempt. Everything else, I pay a gift tax on it. Sure. But if I write a check directly to the hospital, it's not a gift tax for your benefit. Okay. Once my check goes straight to the hospital. So $30,000 uh, owed to the hospital. If you gave that to me, $17,000 would not be taxed, but exactly. 13000 would, would be. Exactly. If you just wrote it directly to the hospital and said, Josh Gilbert, pay his, the bill. this is for his bill, boom. Yep, we're done. We're done. Yeah, no no gift tax, no reporting, no nothing. Interesting. Um, and here's another one um, from educational expenses. So if your parents paid the college bill direct, it is not a gift to you nor your, your child. Okay. So as long same as that, deal. same deal, seventeen thousand, you can give. You could stand on the street corner and hand out seventeen thousand dollars all day long. Um, nobody, you never report a gift tax ever. But in this the situation where I give you the money, then you make the payment for college and right. our medical. 
it's an issue because then you got gift tax issues that kick in. And theoretically, that makes sense. But yeah. if I never touch it, exactly, don't even involve me. Just mm-hmm. write it directly. You know, why do I have to be the once? I, once I'm the middleman, now we got middleman taxes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so you know, uh, my son, a big bill. You know, let's just yeah. say he went to Harvard. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, and my parents want to write a check. Yeah. Um. The, 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 do you want me to make it out to you or your wife? <laughs> no. Neither. neither to Make the school direct. Harvard. Exactly. Yeah. School. Don't give it to the child either. Go school direct. Again, he's um, two and a half. I don't know if he's on his yeah. path already <laughs> to the Ivy Leagues, but we, one can only hope. So exactly. That's just a li- And what are the taxes on $13,000? A lot. Uh, yeah. I mean, from a gift tax standpoint. Yeah. And, and the, the, the issue of filing a gift tax return when you really shouldn't have. More paperwork yes. that doesn't need to be there. Exactly. So another trick yeah. that we don't even know about. Yeah. And that is why Jeff is worth his weight in gold. You know, and what so if we had a big, <laughs> uh, a big Jeff statue, a big gold oh idol of Jeff? He would be throwing darts at it. And- <laughs> <laughs> Not if it was made of gold. Keep what's yours with Jeff Zufall. That's the name of the show. That's the name of the book. If you're still looking for your refund, go to capitaladvisorygrp.com. On his website, there's a button that says, where's my refund? Exactly. So, the big things today are, where's my refund? A lot of people are like, hey, I never got paid yet. You know, where is it? Go upper right-hand corner, click the button. It'll have IRS. I think we have state of Missouri and state of Illinois. Click on it. You need a, you need your tax return in front of you because there's a little bit of data you need to plug in. Mm-hmm. And it'll tell you, hey, it's in it's still in progress. Um, if it is blank and you see nothing, then, yeah, we have an issue. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere along the line, something got dropped, and we need to figure that out. And I was just telling Jeff before the show started, I said, I don't think we've seen it. My wife looked in the account the other day, and she still says it hasn't shown up. Uh, where is it? Jeff's going to check it for me yes. as soon as we get out of here. But it's pretty easy to check yourself it's, as long as you get your uh, – What is it? Social security number, your filing status, what your actual refund, original refund on the tax return should have been. And it will spit you out. When you do your taxes, it'll say, here's your refund. Yeah. So we whatever give, that number is, $3,991. We give like a letter, I should say, if you want to call it that. It's a two-pager, and it says, hey, your federal tax due is X, or your federal refund is X, and your state refund is X. Um, just go right to that, or the tax return itself, and you can pull the number. So where's my refund? Do that on capitaladvisorygrp.com. And you can also get your free book, Keep What's Yours, via the website as well. Jeff, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. See you next week. The number again, 636-394-5524. Get a meeting on the calendar. Go to the meeting. Bring <laughs> some of your a uh, couple of years tax returns and a couple of paycheck stubs and get started keeping your money. See you, Jeff. See you. You've been listening to Keep What's Yours with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Supal, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Manager at Capital Advisory Group. To learn more, call 636-394-5524 or visit capitaladvisorygrp.com.